Party to the party, the episode, not the episode, the podcast. We're already off to a great start. Heck yeah, we are. We're Bill <laughs> and I, Daniel. just got back from practice. It's been already a long day, we so yeah. fill our pop culture holes with various things we have missed the first time around. This time, we missed it because we were not alive. Yeah, we were kind of 50 years way late I don't to this think, party. Well, no, I you're know. In your case, 60 years. My parents were not alive. <laughs> my parents weren't alive. My grandfather... Who fought in World War II? I think is still alive. You think? <laughs> nice. He would have been twenty. Years, he would have probably been younger than any of the characters in this movie. Mm. But except my for grandpa the, was alive. Except for the titular kid oh, in, in this film, Charlie Chaplin's The Kid, nineteen twenty. I believe it's twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. Uh, yeah. I, after, after the hellhole that was. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever, 10 mm-hmm. hours sunk into that game. I was like, man, I need something that's short and sweet, a little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's go back to Chaplin. His movies, I've never sat down to, who, who, well, then again, who the fuck sits down to watch a Charlie Chaplin movie? Yeah. Like, if you're a film nerd and stuff, you've seen big clips of his films. You know, you know, you know, like the highlights of his yeah. career. But yeah, it's not like anyone sits down and says, let's watch a Buster Keaton movie. I have. I mean, you can, but it's kind of a rare. The general kind is of fantastic. How many Buster Keaton... Did Buster Keaton make a lot of feature-length films? That I cannot tell you, but the general is good. Because I know, like, between him and Harold Lloyd and Chaplin, they made a lot of shorts. And But I'm not quite sure how, between the three of them, you know, they made a lot of long feature films and shit okay. like that. I don't know. Um, again, this the funny thing, too, is, is hearing... Uh, people always talk about this being Chaplin's first feature film. Mm-hmm. I thought that meant that that was this was his first movie as the Little Tramp. No, it turns out he had done a shitload of shorts before this. Yeah. And actually, uh, looking at the Criterion special features on the Blu-ray, I guess this was his big re- uh, return to form because I guess he had done a bunch of shorts as the Little Tramp, and he got kind of tired of that, and so he started doing some dramatic shorts. And those weren't quite as well received, but then he came back with the the, the the kid, and not it wasn't just a short, but turned into a feature length thing, and everyone was like, "Yay, bravo! The best thing you've ever done!" And then I guess after that, he just kept on making more feature films. I guess, um, not that this is really feature length. It's only no. like what fifty three minutes. Yeah, but, it's about an hour. Yeah, for us, 50, it's fifty four minutes. I yeah, think. it's like fifty four. It's like I a believe. holiday Christmas special. Moment. Oh, it's good times. It moves so quick. Did you did you like it? Because you were kind so, of ambivalent about this at the beginning about us doing a chapel. No, episode. I just didn't know if silent movies were going to work. So this will be a little experiment to see yeah. if it works. But I took enough notes, I think it'll work. It's enough um, of a cartoon. It's, I don't know. It's it wasn't story. bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. <laughs> well, it was just good kind in of this case there. is subjective. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, sure it was great back in the day when it originally came out. It's just kind of... It's just kind of a short little yeah. thing that happens. I happened. was more entertained by it than I thought I was going to be. Like, le- yeah, I, I, I guess I, I'd agree with that. I legitimately laughed out loud a couple times. It oh, wasn't yeah. just like, it wasn't just me going, huh, from a silent film, from a film kind history of, perspective, this is an interesting, but I, no. I guess a few times I gave it a little, <laughs> I mean. The, which is, for like surfing on the internet, that's about as big of a laugh as you'll get. Usually just a, huh. That's the interesting. <laughs> and a nod. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially the sign of film, because you've know, already seen. Again, we've already seen all these gags and stuff like that. If not uh, f- clips from these movies, but like repurposed by other people or, mm. you know, that's the, the whole thing about this being kind of building block of cinema. A lot of people have kind of done thing, these things, but even bigger and better and faster. And so going back to the roots of it, it's kind of like, oh, I can see why this might have been a big deal back then, but it's not really all that entertaining now. But yeah. there are kind of fun parts. There are some cute parts. The kid like in would... this movie, the kid playing the kid. 
is fucking great. Jackie I Coogan. love that kid, which I didn't realize. You're you're in charge of yeah. trivia in this episode. Yeah. I shouldn't step on your toes so much. That's but fine. Go he's ahead. a known dude. He played fucking Uncle Fester. It's true. Yeah. Which that blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I was like, I, I went to his Wikipedia page and I had a photo of Uncle Fester. I was like, oh, well. Yeah, the original Uncle Fester, not that fucking Doc Brown bullshit, but. Not that, <laughs> not, <laughs> why? Oh, it was the best part pardon. of those movies, too. I'm not saying it's bad or anything like that, okay. but actually, uh, fucking Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester was fucking fantastic. Yeah. What the fuck? But yeah, Charlie Chaplin. I'm kind of glad I got sat down to watch a Charlie Chaplin movie and I didn't hate it. Yeah, no. I was legitimately entertained. I think I probably enjoyed this a little bit more than you did, because you're you seem to be on the field of like, eh. I d- I didn't wish I was dead. Whereas I, I was like, say, oh, well, no, no, cute. you are projecting way too much feelings <laughs> onto me, as you always I do. I just always assume like something like this. You're going to be a little more like, meh. I it don't really have strong feelings towards it one way or another. It was okay. fine. Yeah, it's fine, but uh, fine. Okay. I wouldn't say, like, I didn't dislike any parts. There were parts I was, like, kind of, like... There's no parts where mm-hmm. thrown mm-hmm. Also, it's only an hour long, so, yeah. like, it's not like it there's any parts. It moves at a decent clip. There is a dream sequence at the end, though, which dragged on for a little bit. I was like, yeah. what? What, the, what is this? Anyway, we should get into the actual film, I guess. So, this, this film is written, directed, produced, starring, <laughs> music by... Charlie Chaplin. At least he didn't pull a Kojima. The Tommy Wiseau of his day. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he could have pulled a Kojima and just like every five minutes in the in like the first like 20 minutes of the movie, it just yeah. hit and by. Charlie every time Chaplin. the scene changes. Fade back to a scene, yeah. Yeah. Directed by. Uh, it's interesting that uh, he did the music, but uh, the music wasn't composed until 1971. He That's went true. back and said, oh, you know what? This thing didn't have official music. I guess he went back to rescore all of his movies mm. later on uh, with the... Uh, the, the kid, ironically, being one of his first movies, being one of the last ones he scored before he died. Yeah. And he wrote the score, which is, actually, the score's not terrible. Yeah, it's it's kinda, fine. Did you watch it with, like, the music on? Yeah. Okay, because I was almost tempted to turn it off, because it is kind of... Except... Little Ra- but not well, even as good as Little Rascals, because Little Rascals had good music. Well, the Little this Rascals okay. was a soundy. Really? Yeah, Little Rascals weren't soundy. I thought that's what we were saying. No. No. Really? I mean, they might have music. started that way, but they had uh, music. Uh, they had sound. They had voices. Uh, did they always? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know okay. about always, but they did, it's yes. It's been a long time since I watched The Little Rascals. There's, the whole, there's a whole episode where Alfalfa sings The Barber of Seville, uh, and yeah, it says, talking about. I'm the Barber of <laughs> Seville! Regardless! Then again, I'm talking about how good the music was in a silent, what I think to be a silent film. That shows you exactly yeah. what I'm talking about here. Um... So, it, it, but it starts with a, a, a little card that says, a picture with a smile and perhaps a tear. A boo-boo-boo. As, as Bill Mudrin would say, a, a boo-boo-boo. This movie's maudlin as fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, you and got then, a lady who got knocked up. Well, well no, she just gave a birth, A woman right? whose sin was motherhood. She gets uh she gets her ass thrown out of the charity hospital. Yeah. And it's a ghetto ass charity hospital. Like like the front lawn, it's not a lawn, it's like a parking lot full of weeds and shit. <laughs> it looks nasty. It looks she looks like she's mm-hmm. just escaping like an abandoned jail. Uh yeah, so she's being I guess she's had a baby out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Uh and a like three month old baby. <laughs> a baby who can't stop staring at the camera whenever it's on screen. Oh, no. Nobody can stop staring at the camera in this. Well, there's a couple. Man, there's some great background actors in this movie. There are, attention to Charlie the Chaplin extra. looks at the camera all the time. Yeah. Well, the kid's mugging at the camera. Even the yeah. older version of the kid's like, I don't know what happened, but... Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. Um, it's 1921. There are no rules yet. She leaves the hospital. Um, she all alone with baby. 
And then you get another card, a silent film card that says, a man. And it's some painter dude with a, looking at a photo of her. Which we never see again. Yeah, we see. Well, no, we do see brief. Wait, no, is that don't. a deleted scene? Oh, there's, okay, there's, I, I'm already confusing because I've already seen the deleted scenes oh, okay. and there's a scene where he shows up later. Oh. But yeah. You but he's shows, looking yeah. at a photograph of, of the, the lady with the baby on his mantle place and he's like, <sighs> and he turns and paints for a little bit and he knocks it into fire and he turns around and he's like, oh, picks it up out of the fire and he's like, eh, and throws Fucker. it, f- throws it back in the fire. <laughs> I knocked her up, but fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, give I wasn't sure if they were actually married or like maybe he just stopped her as a one night stand. Well, no, they're not married well, because her only sin stand. is having a baby out of wedlock. Oh, okay. Which is like Charlie Chaplin's statement all the time. I wasn't digesting the actual story that much as much as like just like looking at the pictures, but not like really this, understanding the. I will say for a silent film, this transfer that they did is phenomenal it's, yeah you and i watched it is ridiculous i watched the blu-ray but the the, the file you watch is t- just taken straight yeah. from that too it, it looks really goddamn nice yeah, yeah these critiques- like you wouldn't know this was filmed over a hundred years ago well no not quite a hundred years ago yeah but almost. no but still man fucking jesus christ what is it 2016 yeah fuck well it. no it, it'll yeah it's 2016 oh so in God, three years three is- years will be the hundredth Record film, uh yeah because they started filming anniversary this thing of in, filming. in 2019 yeah holy shit that's so this is almost a hundred years old Oh man, that's actually kind of cool. I like that. <laughs> so in other words, well, I like that nobody I, in this movie is still alive. I like that something. Hmm, they must be unless the baby. It's the baby the version baby. of the kid may still be, mm, but he would be still be pretty yeah. fucking ramshackle. He's pissing his pants on a fucking dungeon, fucking <laughs> well, adult nursery. Thank you for keeping it lighthearted. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you should just see for the the, the dad for two seconds. Yeah. And he, <laughs> I guess really doesn't give a fuck about the mom. No. Uh, and then it cuts back to, is the mom still just wandering around with the baby? Yeah, and she puts, she puts baby, what? Is this the thing where, like, they suddenly also cut, she's, like, just wandering around, and suddenly they, it's just a picture of Jesus with the cross? Yeah. Like, A giant statue, I It's think. never, it's not even suggested, like, it's taking place within the scene. It just randomly cuts to a picture of, like, you know, because they're trying to draw the parallel that the baby is her cross to bear. Yeah. But... It just like really what like it's yeah it, it's a little kid Sunday school and, play. But she comes across um, a car and is like, "I'm gonna leave this baby in this car." In the commentary, it suggests that like the reason she puts the baby in the car because it's supposed to be a very expensive. Yeah, car. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so she's assuming the people who own the car, the wealthy people, they'll be able take to take care. Of the care. Baby, yeah, yeah, which I didn't pick up on that until like look. look well, yeah. you're a dumb dumb. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's also supposed to be like a Mercedes Benz or something like yeah. that. You can tell. But, well, it's like, a, I didn't. I, I'm pretty sure it's a Ford. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they had back then. I don't know anything about cars, so uh. yeah. But see, that's at first too, because I thought maybe she just I couldn't tell. Old burglars show up and they yeah, still two guys with the biggest eyebrows. Well, That's he, how you can tell they're villainous because they got <laughs> eyebrows. What's well, great because they got this great old timey silent film makeup on to kind of yeah. like the fat guy. He like he's got this makeup on to kind of make his face look more not even chiseled but like kind of cartoony looking in a way that like I well obviously wasn't an attempt at naturalistic makeup. Yeah, but it looks like they look like the fucking Beagle Boys. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's a good um, description. Of them. But yeah, they get in the car. Ed, uh, they, my yeah, first view of the it. film, I couldn't tell if that was their car or if they were stealing it. But yeah, in retrospect, no, yeah. knowing it was supposed to be a nice car, you could see why they have the logic. Then eventually they work. stop, get out of the car. And are like, oh, there's a baby crying. And look at the back seat, and they're like, oh, a baby. I, I don't know why they stopped the car. Yeah. But then they take the baby out and put it on the ground, and are like, all right, we've done our good deed for the day, and peace out. <laughs> Baby's lucky we did not eat the fucking baby. Yeah. Um, so the baby got abandoned twice. Yeah. It, it, like the course <laughs> of five a, minutes. Yeah. yeah. You think the 
thought burglars would have kind of like sold the baby or something. You know, you think they're, they're thieves. You know, you, you're used to making a buck off of things and, that come into your possession. Yeah, it could be unexpectedly. But, uh, but yeah. I think for any title cards that pop up on the screen, I'll use my old timey voice. So the next title card is <laughs> His Morning Promenade. Which I love. Yeah, it's so it's just Charlie Chaplin as the tramp. Yeah, he's which, just walking along, and people are just barely missing throwing bricks at him. Yeah, he's just like, like walking down the street. Stuff behind him. Yeah, uh, I love he's got. I've never seen him in uh, seen him dressed like this before. But he he's you know it's the normal tramp gear, but he's got yeah. these cool like beat up fingerless gloves mm. that make him look extra homeless. Yeah, and well, I'm, as we've learned from Victor Victoria, it, to show that you're poor, you have no fingers on your gloves. Yeah, because exactly, so why you know because you're, you're you can't afford finger covered. gloves. But I kinda he kind of actually for the first time actually looks like a real hobo yeah but he takes him off because he's just like fucking he's trying to smoke his uh oh that's right because he busts out a little uh um a little mint tin full yeah. of like cigar uh cigar stubs that yeah. he's obviously whittled down and he's still trying to like smoke and you know, yeah but somebody drops something on his head and the next title card is <laughs> awkward ass I was like, oh that was unexpected <laughs> awkward ass hmm but then he look at the ground and he find a baby. It's a baby. And he look around and he's like, "Oh no, a baby! I don't know. Somebody left a baby." I'm trying to think of how this goes because he gets the. And then baby. he picks up the baby. He sees a lady with a baby carriage. Yeah, and, and she's he, already got a baby in there, yeah. but it's like a double bassinet. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks over to her and he, uh, pardon me, you'll drop something, and puts the baby in the carriage, and she's like, "It's not my baby, Rah! Which, I feel like this could have been solved by saying, oh, I found this baby on the ground over there. Just take uh, it to, you think you could just take it. it to the police station, you even think. everything else aside. But again, it's a cartoon, real yeah, world yeah, logic yeah. not supposed to work. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, she gets upset and forces him to take the baby yeah. back. Yeah. Then he can, he gives the baby to another bum. Well, I love what he does. He kind of goes up to the bum. And he's like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I got something stuck on my shoe. Could you hold this baby for a second? And then, of course, he just, like... He just runs away. He just hauls ass, and the bum... So the bum's stuck wandering around. And then, of course, the bum finds the the lady with the double bassinet and does exactly what yeah. Charlie Chaplin does and just sticks the baby in But there. then she's like, oh, and Charlie Chaplin has to be walking just by. Just has to be walking by. She's like, fuck you! You put the baby back in the bassinet! And just, yeah. like, he's like, I don't know what happened! They, they have a back and forth, and then the, a cop comes up and is like... Ah, what's all this here, then? I love this cop. It's the one cop in the whole goddamn movie. I thought there were two. Are there two cops? I think there's at least two. At least the other cop I like a lot. I can't remember. I it's the one with maybe... the mustache that you, I think you like. Yeah, this one. It was like an older guy without a mustache? There's one with a mustache. Okay. Okay, this is not that guy, then. But oh, that okay. doesn't matter. But I do like the whole little, like, how they even made the, the him coming into possession of the baby a funny gag. That could have been almost a short of it itself. Mm. But, yeah. So, now uh, he is... But the cop's like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, oh, just take the baby. And he f- winds Get up the hell out of here, finding man. a note, rifling through the baby's clothes, <laughs> finding a note that says... Please love and care for this orphan child. Better the note in the baby's clothes than, like, stuck to its head with, like, a fucking yeah, pin attack. or something. Yeah, it's not, yeah, And then, all of a sudden, Charlie Chaplin wants a baby. He's like, oh, I got a baby. Well, now he's sympathetic. He's like, the mom officially gets... It's not a lost baby, but the baby has... Yeah, it's been given up, so he's got yeah. no one up. There's no one a bunch of girls, and they're like, is that your baby? And he's like, yeah. What's his name? John. Well, it's cute because like they ask him, and then he has to go inside the building real quick to check because he he know all he knows is a baby. He doesn't know what gender it is, but he has to go inside. Then he comes back and he's like, "Oh, uh, I didn't gone. notice that. I caught that." Where it's like, mm. oh, "Now nah, I seen its penis and call it John." <laughs> Perfect. But then we we see that the mom, she having second thoughts. Maybe she wanted to keep her baby. 
Did they even show anything more? Is it really her just kind of sitting around going, No, hmm. yeah, no. She goes back to where the car is and she's like, Help! Oh, oh okay. heavens! And like some dude in driving attire, because this was back in the day where you put on a whole driving suit <laughs> yeah, to yeah, go, yeah. Driving in an automobile. <laughs> beep, beep, out of my way. I'm it's a really... motorist. Uh, but this really is Mr. Bird's home movie. She's like, Oh, I left it in the car, my baby. And. The guy's like, oh, fuck, they stole my car. And she's like, oh, I've got the vapors, and falls over. Um, is that the last you see of the mom for a while? For a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the next half hour, just building up the relationship yeah. between uh, Charlie Chaplin. So and then five David. years later, oh, no, not quite five years Shredder. later. Um, he's made like, he's made like oh! a bass, a, 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 a cradle out of like string and then rag yeah it's just like a hammock for the baby yeah. and the best part of the baby's crying so he gives the baby a fucking big ass uh fucking tea tin kettle tea kettle that he sticks a rubber nipple on and so the kid's just sipping presumably just coffee vodka from the, yeah straight vodka and uh also then he also takes uh the, well the, you see this this actually cuts back he's got like a little like attic apartment somewhere mm-hmm. and um uh he takes a a wicker chair cuts a hole out of the seat to make a toilet, because mm-hmm. then he puts the seat over the the Bed chamber pan. pot, yeah. and presumably, I guess that's for the baby later. I guess I I, don't it's know. a little unclear as to exactly what that gag is. It's kind of gross because five years later he still has that same chair, exactly, and you know yeah, there's been some back. poop on that chair. <laughs> yeah, that that is not some that that wicker is not clean. Um, um but. At this point, I was like, stop looking at the camera, Chaplin. Fuck. Because he's just like, every he's now running. and then he'll glass, glance at it yeah. or just stare directly at it. That's what he gets from, like, growing up with that music hall kind of tradition where <laughs> you, you're going to acknowledge that the audience is watching at you and you're playing at to the audience. At least when Buster Keaton stared straight ahead and, like, the general, he'd be looking off in the distance. But Chaplin just looks right at the camera well, so like, I know you're there. I've never sat down to watch a silent film before like this, so I'm not that – I mean, I know, like, of – Harold Lloyd and, and Buster Keaton and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not quite sure what the differences are between mm-hmm. the guys. Uh, I know Her- there was a whole thing about Harold Lloyd. He didn't. He tried not to use interstitial titles as often as possible yeah. because he wanted to make it so the story can be told without any kind of text at all. And I know Buster Keaton. The whole thing was just his fucking crazy ass stunts. Yeah, but that's part of the thing. Harold with Lloyd me did some crazy kid. stunts too. Oh yeah, well I mean he did the clock and stuff yeah. like that, but like Buster Keaton was like you know like fucking yeah. driving trains into gullies and shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, part of watching the kid would be nice to start like just educating myself. Have you seen what is on Metro- old silent film Metropolis or whatever this Metropolis? Metropolis. Yeah. Again, I've seen big chunks, but I've never just sat down. I think and I got said, about okay, halfway through Metropolis. that. That was long, surprisingly long. Oh god, you know what? I'm gonna add that um, to the show notes for the stuff for the what? future. Nosferatu. Uh, yeah, I have seen Nosferatu. I need to see that That's one. one of the things where you sit down and you've seen all the big scenes. You essentially, like, I, I've had essentially seen Nosferatu in bits and pieces, mm. but I finally sat down to watch it a whole one day. Yeah. It was boring as ball. Part <laughs> of it is because I had seen all the major parts yeah. of the film, and now I was just watching them in order, and I was like, well, okay, now, okay, he's a vampire, he's on a boat, he's slinking around, sunlight kills him in the end. It's just, yeah. there's not a lot. I'd there, like to but... start watching some of the some of the old timey stuff that existed before the code yeah they're like the, the, the rating the, code, code the rating the boards or yeah. The hell, yeah back when they were like let's just put some fucked up shit in this movie who mm-hmm. cares yeah which is weird too because that was like that was like 1931 or 32 because like even stuff like the mummy yeah has some kind of provocative sex stuff in there mm-hmm. so like there is like an early bit of like sound stuff that was kind of fucked up but yeah then, yeah um, uh but then five years later <laughs> Um, kidney beans the kid is sitting on the curb cleaning his nails and the beat cop comes up and 
I feel like the beat shouldn't the beat cops in this area know everybody? Yeah. I, but I feel like they're oh, always the kids good at hiding. They always He's feel hi- like they're meeting them for the first time. The kids just hanging out in front of. Well, yeah, the kid is hanging out right in front of his apartment yeah. door. So yeah, just cleaning his. And nails. it's the beat cop. The whole point of the beat cop, you're you're gonna like you yeah. have a circuit of blocks that you're always just like we're walking. Yeah, that's a good point. But this is the good cop that I like. The mm, mustache yeah. and kind of like the steely eyes. He looks like a cartoon cop mm-hmm. from like 1921. He looks like, see, like what is that? Like. What is that cop silent movie with? All the cops on the car and stuff. Keystone, ca- uh, seen, Keystone Capers? Yeah. Keystone have you seen cops? that? Keystone Cops? Uh, again, I've seen clips, but I've never yeah. sat down. Which is funny because I know, uh, looking at the special features for this, I know that Chaplin did stuff for the Keystone Film Company, and I'm mm. assuming that would be the same company that made, hence the Keystone. Exactly. Uh, but the kid goes inside to the apartment, and Chaplin's in there, and he's getting ready to make some food. And he tells the kid to put a quarter in the gas meter. And I did not know these were a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the kid puts a, ga- a quarter in the gas meter and just opens it back up and takes a quarter out. That yeah. doesn't seem very secure, guys. <laughs> like, I think there's a design flaw on your meter. I really do like their little hovel they have. This little attic hovel where it's just... Like, it's really weird, too, because they, like in order to make it look dirty, quote-unquote, they've yeah. like whitewashed it like roughly with like white paint on black wood. Mm-hmm. So just everything looks kind of weirdly kind of gr- grimy and stuff in this very kind of cartoony theatrical way, a very stage play kind of way. But I And like they're like obviously it. very, very poor and like desolate and whatnot, but they make some damn food. Oh, man, that's the best. They make a lot they of pancakes food. Pancakes later, that's fucking... I was watching that I, going, oh, man, pancakes sound good right <laughs> now. And whatever kind of giant gruel he's making here he's is massive. Charlie Chaplin, actually, even aside from the reality of the inside of the film, the whatever ladle he found that he serves him and the kid the food, like, it's a ladle the size, it has to be some kind of industrial shovel. Yeah. Because, yeah, he ladles out these giant, like, portions of, like, looks like boiled potatoes and cabbage that are about the size of, like, a half-deflated basketball. It's mm-hmm. fucking great, yeah. yeah. Is that that scene where he's actually dishing out, the, like, the, all the big food? I think it's that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh... So, but essentially, it's this uh, just showing him and the kid yeah, that he's adopted. He cleans the kid up some, like, yeah. make sure he's all spick and span um, before they eat. And then yeah, they... it's just like they're domestic. Life. Yeah, yeah. And then the title card: You know what streets we walk today? And oh yeah. And they go out, and the kid basically throws rocks at windows to smash them. And Chaplin just happens to walk by a little bit later with. Uh, uh, some glass panes on his back. Yeah. And patches that shit up. Uh, and he does a really shitty job of it, too. Chadlin is not good at well, patching up windows. he's got that putty that he just yeah. kind of smears all over the glass. Yeah. And, he which, does not do a good job. I love that he just happens to be walking around with a, just a giant pane of bl- uh, glass on his back. Kind of like walking around going, oh, I see your windows. And, but, like, he doesn't have nearly as much glass that he would need to repair all the fucking yeah. windows that the kid... Kid's just running around all over the neighborhood just shattering everything. Um, kid's yeah, and how shattering. long did they think this con was going to go on for? <laughs> exactly, how many windows yeah. can you do that with? Um, I do like the tramp's got a giant reinforced ass pocket in his pants that he, where he hides his tool. It's not like a normal jeans back pocket, mm. but it's like, you know, like on hoodies, you have that front pocket. Yeah. But it's like that for his butt. It's like a pocket tube on his butt. Oh, yeah. I just thought that was a patch. Which I thought looked really cool. But, well, that's, yeah, it's yeah. probably, it's just a patch on his normal jeans, but I thought that just looked kind of cool. Um, so then the kid's throwing some rockets at some windows, but he he rears back to throw it, and he taps a cop in the dick. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And then, I, but the kid, like, does some acting, like, it's great kid acting, actually, because it's po- very. He points in the distance, like, oh! And the cop is like, huh? And the kid takes off running and, and beats it out of there. Man, that little kid running. I, 
in like, silent film speed. Looks yeah, I was gonna hilarious. say it, like <laughs> old timey silent running always looks ridiculous because it doesn't have the frames. And I like that the cop is always just like, nope. Boys will be boys. I I guess the idea is that he hasn't pieced together. He just thinks he's just shattering windows, but doesn't realize there's a scam going on. I guess. Well, no, he because he he walks up to the windows and it's like. Hey. Oh, that's right, because he's... Oh, oh wait that, a that second. five feet away with the rock. I wonder if he's somehow <laughs> connected to this crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this, and and I, like, like, he walks up to Chaplin putting a window in a new thing, and, like, standing behind him, and Chaplin's flicking the... With his putty knife, flicking, cleaning it up behind him, and it keeps hitting the cop in the face. Yeah. And uh, eventually he turns around, and Chaplin just... He starts to look guilty as fuck. Like you're not you're not hiding it very well, yeah, Chaplin. Yeah, vaguely realistic. If he just played it off like, "Oh, I'm sorry about the putty, but I am a legitimate businessman yes. and replacing this window." <laughs> don't act like, "Oh my god, yeah, you he like, busted me." Yeah, he does. He like, I don't know how to just puts his index finger and his thumb together and like bites like like picks at his teeth with it. Like, yeah, that's, that's an affectation he does a lot. Yeah, movies, and yeah. Uh, I saw a clip of another movie he did, and, and like there was a girl in it that was winking at him, and she was doing the same thing. So I guess it's a it was a I, thing that you did at the time. Kind of thing like uh, to, to, to like, indicate I know, nervousness. Kind I don't of like, know if you they're biting their nails or like picking at their teeth or what they're doing with that, but I yeah. guess that was a thing that people did back then. Yeah, uh, it's an amenorrhea. Um, but Chaplin's walking away and the kid walks up next to him and I do like the way he kicks the kid away. That's one of my big notes is yeah because well so the, 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 like the kid tries to hold, hold his hand and he's like and yeah. just pushes well, them away well, with the his cop is feet. onto them and he's kind of like chasing them away but the he the, the chaplain doesn't want the cop to know that he, the, he and the kids are buddy because he just obviously the, the cop just watched this kid breaking the windows yeah he you know, like he doesn't want them to know that they're working together because yeah and I love him just kicking the kid away and they finally get to the curb Charlie Chaplin turns around and realizes the cop is still not chasing them but still like following them, them. Yeah. and he just fucking hauls they off all off camera and that's and then all was well job 13 <laughs> uh, and I like the idea that they have like dozens and dozens some lady comes too. out and they start talking with each other mm-hmm. and then they're off duty the cop comes up and like goes inside and Chaplin's flirting with the cop's wife and like grabbing her hand and putting it, his her arm around him and be like, <laughs> yeah. And then he, the cop puts his hand on his shoulder and he thinks his lady and he's like, <laughs> and eventually the cop strangles him and Chaplin he really goes just, for it too. Like Chaplin gets like really like that that hand that big ass ham hand around his yeah. neck going, Wah! oh my god, yeah. So do you, he just runs away. Yeah, there's no kind of like there, well, there's a little scene. bit of a chase, oh, okay. uh, but Chaplin eventually goes like hides in his house. And some other bum, like, or homeless or vagabond, whatever you want to call him, uh, points the cop in the wrong direction. Oh, it helps That guy yeah, never that's... comes back. Yeah. Like, they just never referenced it again. Probably got murdered by the bully we're going to see in a couple, uh, oh. couple of scenes. Um, uh, so they're inside and they're safe. The I woman, think... now a star of great prominence. What were you going to say? Uh, this is the introduction of my favorite character in the whole goddamn movie. Oh, the Weepy Man? Oh, the we- who's the Weepy Man? Well, we're up to the the um, we see that the mother is now like a famous singer or something. Yeah, so we're like going and there's back a to dude, her mansion, I guess. Yeah, and the, and she's got flowers everywhere, and a, a guy comes in, and he's like, "Oh, this was beautiful." And he's like dabbing his eyes with his Kleenex, that guy. and he's like, oh, "Oh," and then more flowers come in. My favorite guy uh, is his the name, little is the little black bellboy bringing the flowers in. Uh, it's, who's who's his, who's asking for a tip? I love his, that. Kid. His name is Professor Guardio in pop. Imparcerio or something like that. 
Uh, and he has like Mickey Mouse gloves. Oh those yeah, those white was, gloves with the three lines I've on the back. I've never seen it before because like it's hard. I to always make... wondered why Mickey Gla- Mickey Mouse had those three lines on the back of his gloves. Well, I've seen, and I guess they exist. I've seen people back then with that like that vintage operator's gloves will be a white glove with like three like it's almost like the gloves were folded in a way that yeah. produced those three lines. But this guy, he's got like black lines yeah. drawn on the gloves that make him look like they're trying to make it look like Mickey Mouse. Because this is funny because this predates by Mickey Mouse by a couple years. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that was like yeah, it really if you were like if you were to go out and try to make mickey mouse gloves this is what you would make and that's what this guy's wearing yeah. it's fucking ridiculous and he's yeah. like read what the critics say wonderful <laughs> uh he she, cries oh more flowers she's come a in. singer is that what it is i guess so oh, okay yeah and then he leaves and he's like and leaves um, and uh the there's a small black child delivering flowers and surprisingly he's just a child yeah I, That's what I kudos love. to you, Charlie Chaplin. As he doesn't come in and like be racist. <laughs> That's you know what when I saw it was a black person showing up on these movies that I was stealing myself for some kind of like <laughs> yeah. Black Sambo asks for a tip and like nothing it just kid asks for a t- like there's nothing. No, he doesn't even ask for a tip. She's just like wait. I thought mo-. he was doing the thing where I thought I thought <sighs> no, she's just like mm, you wait a little moment, oh, okay. little child. Here's a tip, and he's like, <laughs> get really happy, and then he pieces out. Um, but I was. I was legitimately shocked that something from this era didn't, you know, and didn't have some sort of terrible racism attached to it. Regardless of who's making it, you know, nine times out of ten to expect there's going to be a black person, Chinese, per- anything. It's just going to be, oh my god, I don't know. The only reason that that person is even on the scene <laughs> is because they're going to be part of some kind of terrible trick, 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 it's the only minority in the whole movie, That's but for true, back too. then, ah, one minority in a movie, the movie is probably pretty good. hobos with some respect, I guess. I guess. If you want to call hobos like a minority class. Uh, um, Chaplin and the kid finish eating, and then they clean up a little bit, and then that scene's done. That's all that happens <laughs> in that part. They like yeah, dip yeah. the tips of their fingers in water and they're like, nim, 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 and then oh, the I scene like ends. It because I think that was do. It's funny because I, you know, I just trying to recall <laughs> that scene. I was like, oh yeah, that's right because I think that scene only exists just to show them being slobs eating and then like being so dainty with like washing yeah. their fingers in the finger pot. Yeah, in retrospect, yeah. Charity to some, <laughs> a duty to others. A joy. We watching this together. That would have been great just to hear that <laughs> fucking voice for the interstitials. Uh, so it turns out uh, the kid's mom likes to go into the ghetto and give children's apples and toys. Yeah. And money. She's like and a then, July Santa Claus. And, uh, this is takes place in September. I noticed that calendar inside there. Yeah. Unless they, they and there there is a there is a thing where it says September. There oh. is a title oh, there's card. An actual card. Says, title card. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but. Then a lady comes up with a baby, and she's like, "Oh, I'll hold your baby." And she sits down on the on the on the uh, curb in front of the tramp's house and gets like a thousand yard stare. And all of a sudden, she's having flashbacks to Nam, and bombs are going off. <laughs> really, really and, could turn that. And Jerry's died. This really turns into maudlin silent film. What you think silent films are? This is kind of like one of those scenes where she's like holding the baby and like the organ music is rising and it's all like, oh, and she's got you know like coal around her eyes, like accentuate the fact that her eyes are getting like oh misty and holding the baby reminds her she could have saved hundreds by switching to Geico, but no, instead she got rid of her baby. And now she's paying way too much for car insurance. Oh, yeah, she saved a lot of gas money. 
by not having the baby in the car. That's less weight, so the so, fuel, this car becomes more fuel efficient without a baby. Get, in she gives the baby back to the lady and's like, "Have a shiny nickel," and the lady's like, "Oh, thanks," and goes away. <laughs> and she turns around and sees John and is like, "Oh, have a puppy dog doll and an apple," and he's like, "Hey, thanks." And she walks away. Um, end of movie. She never recognized her own child. It just goes. Yeah, and he, he waved no him back. Ending, well, yeah. why would she recognize a five year old from El Baile? Oh, I did like the the, the way the scene is shot and composed. It's really cool because well, she's just sitting down on the on she and she meets her own. She doesn't know it's her own kid. Yeah. Uh, but then she gets up and walks away after she like leaves a couple toys with the kid, and it cuts to this long shot, like shot like through an archway, stone yeah. archway from across the street, and she's kind of like walking past the camera, and the little kid's just like off by himself, like kind of like in the off. Off kilter from the center of the frame, just ah, oh, just kind of like a nice no, composition. I'm not, I'm He's all saying, like little by I'm not saying you're wrong. It was yeah. a nice. It's actually shot. like legitimately good cinematography. It looked yeah. really cool, like sh- shot composition. Uh, um, so it's the next morning, and the kid is making flapper jacks. Oh man, for, you know what? I dad. had. I I was watching this and I had to go make waffles because it was like <laughs> I why well, I hadn't eaten water before watching mm. this and I was like, oh man, he's making a giant stack of flapjacks. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie Chaplin like does a yawn and stretch because he's sitting in the bed and his foot comes out from a hole in the covers and like oh yeah and then he uses the hole in the covers to basically give himself a poncho oh yeah then he just kind of stands up right through the covers yeah, yeah. and he, he puts his feet in these ratty 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 ass shoes that are all busted and <laughs> janked up and I'm less horrified at how janky the shoes are than the fact that he wasn't wearing socks when he put his his feet in those shoes because I know he probably couldn't afford socks, but yeah. the feeling of I can't stand not wearing socks. Yeah, with socks, shoes. It's driving me crazy. I know some are people nice can do insulator, it, but yeah. But man, I need socks. And yeah. seeing somebody do that with like rat ass, grimy shoes, I'm like, especially oh. like not even like soft modern sneakers, but like old timey no. like heeled shoes yeah. of just kind of like. Like I saw, I, I saw some photos of my dad and his brothers in like the 40s when they were kids, and like we had like beat up like leather shoes. I'm like, yeah. oh, those really were. <laughs> that, that's, they, they're not fucking around. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Like, those fuckers better last. The heels fucking come out, the big fucking, like, goofy, the goofy uh, fucking uh, holes in the shoes and shit. Yeah, he sits down at the table and they're gonna eat pancakes. The kid pours some syrup on his. Got some. They don't have syrup. They got this, the caro corn syrup, too. Yeah, and the kid just, he doesn't eat the pancakes with the syrup. He starts dipping his knife in the syrup and just (laughs) sucking it off the knife. Which I always wonder if that was just the kid just being a dipshit kid, not even like an acting thing, but yeah, part of the script, but yeah. So then they're Um, done eating and they're like, Doug, Doug, good flapjacks. Oh, but. Oh! Oh, uh, the chaplain. I do like he just takes a stick of butter and rolls a pancake up around it. And oh, I just didn't eats notice that, that. Like a I fucking. Was, I was too busy looking at the kid eating the fucking <laughs> Yeah, no. Syrup. So it's the kid just like licking a fucking He did a knife. homer? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what oh, it is. Man. And I was like, that's disgusting, but what I is, would imagine that would what, actually not taste What does totally Homer terrible? say when he holds up it? Holds I can't it up? He's remember. Like, God, it's been so long. Mm, heart disease. Something, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. The kid goes out and sits down on the front stoop with his bullet. His doggy, and oh no, a generic bully has <laughs> come up. Bully. <laughs> He's like strutting all bully esque and remember. Uh, he takes it, the, the the toy from John, and he's like, "Hey, don't take that from me!" And they st- they run down the alleyway and they start to fight. And instead well, the of bully like, takes the fucking toy and slings it over the fucking wall. Like yeah. what a fucking dipshit! And then fuck this kid. Yeah. <laughs> so then they. They go down to start fighting, and instead of like trying to break it up, all these adults and other children just <laughs> yeah. circle around it like they're watching a 
fucking... These are the extras I was talking about. I like, oh if you gosh. really just, like, watch the extras in this scene, they're, they're, it's a bunch of great faces. Mm-hmm. Uh... There's like an old woman. There's a fat woman sitting next to the lamp, uh, street light that gets knocked over later. Yeah. That she's really emotive. She's like, oh my god, look at the <gasps> at like every blow. <laughs> she's just like, uh, it's 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 fucking great. It's a it's a legitimate motley fucking crew. It's awesome. Enter um, his brother. Which again, <laughs> John is kicking the shit out of this kid. John, he's probably like close. nine or yeah, ten. Yeah, he's like, like half this kid's size. And the five year old is beating his ass. Uh, um, and the, the his brother is some dude. That's the bully's just, big brother yeah, shows up. Yeah, he's he's a dude in a bowler with like just a just a pillow shoved under his shirt. <laughs> they obviously just stuffed him full it's, of cotton or something. It's a normal sized guy with like extra extra tall heels. Not yeah. quite. He doesn't have quite Joe Pesci Moonwalker high heels on. <laughs> yeah, but he has like big chunky. You know, kind of the heel shoes to make him taller. And yeah, he's got this ridiculously padded over shirt. And he's kind of walking with the shoulders forward and like being, he's got a little bowler hat. Yeah. And he's got like this extra makeup on, like they gave him a fake cauliflower ear. Because mm-hmm. I looked up the actor who played this guy to see if he actually looks like, like just kind of grimacy fucked up in real life. No. There's a lot of makeup and a lot of him just making faces while playing yeah. the bully. Uh, but yeah, he looks like, again, like something right off of like a fucking Carl Barks uh, DuckTales comic where he's just like this big, looks like a beagle boy. Just like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, right before he shows up, uh, Chaplin like breaks up the fight, but then I can't remember why he like gets into the fight and is like, oh no, you're gonna you're gonna kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah, and he starts telling him, oh, gets punch, invested. punch. You know, you gotta kick him, you gotta punch him. Yeah. Uh, but then the bully comes up and punches somebody in the face for no reason, I think. Yeah, just just to show that he's a bully. Yeah. Well, yeah, his little brother's crying because he just got beaten up by a five-year-old. And he punches somebody, and they go down. Well, one of my favorite, one of my favorite gags in the whole goddamn thing too is uh, Chaplin is treating the kid like his boxing yeah. student uh, to the point where like he takes a break where he lifts the kid up out of the fight, puts him on a windowsill mm-hmm. uh, where for, for some reason there's a clothesline slung across the windowsill, so yeah. the kid slings his arms behind the clothesline. So and like the, ki- the, the the Chaplin starts icing him down. Just it really is just like like the cutscene yeah. from Rocky. Yeah, he which t- is kind of funny. He t- puts some water in his mouth and spits it on the kid, but the kid ducks and get the guy. Yeah, exactly, behind. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, telling him how to fight, and the bully's brother comes up, walking up behind him, and then he notices him, and he's, you wicked boy! <laughs> yeah, that's a great special. Uh, and then the bully says, go lick him! Because you licked people back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, if your kid beats my brother, then I'm going to beat you! Come on, man. Don't be a douchebag. That's not come on. Yeah, just because your little brother don't know how to fight despite picking fights with five-year-olds. Yeah, fuck yeah. you, man. And then the John just keeps hitting the kid in the face, and he keeps falling over and not doing anything. He's a, a This bully is not long for this world. Yeah. I do like the bully yanks him right through a window, though. No, no, no. I'm saying the kid bully. Oh, the Not kid the bully's bully. brother. Oh, okay, The bully, okay, okay, Jack. Yeah. John is, just keeps... Ripping like well, to be fair, the big brother also ends up kind of not from along this face. world too, because it turns out Chaplin can kind of beat him kind of easily once he figures well, out yeah. how to do it. But uh, so, yeah, I, so, that's an inherited trait. <laughs> that keeps happening, and Chaplin tries to be like, "No, look, your brother won by holding up his arm." But then, okay, that's how, yeah. John just punches him again, and he falls I do, over. I, I, I do love how Chaplin has to put his foot down on on John, just keep him down, and so, like, he, with his yeah. other arm, can, like, lift up the, the, the bully's arm, like, oh, yes, reigning champion! And that's the scene where you can see, like, in the back yeah. of the extras are kind of cracking up at how ridiculous the whole, this whole scene was. So then a cop walks up, and the bully punches, or the bully's brother punches a cop, yeah. and he goes down. Uh, he starts chasing Chaplin around. 
Eventually, Chaplin jumps through a window and he like grabs him by his hair. It's a really good stunt. Out. I'm huh? assuming somebody was must have yeah. been holding Chaplin's feet, probably, as they yeah. were pulling him through uh, out the window as the bully was pulling. Because like it's not like there's not any room for wires or anything like that. It's it's pretty. He just yanks him up by his hair right out of a fucking window and yeah, yeah kind of treats him like a fucking ragdoll. Starts yeah. beating crap out of him. Then the kid's mom shows up and is like, "No, <laughs> violence is not the answer. No." No, and you wouldn't strike this man, would you? He's like, uh, no, just not. <laughs> Remember, if he smites you on one cheek, offer the other. So then the, the bully's brother's like, oh, points at his cheek, is like, right here. Chapman's like, right there. He's like, right here. So he picks up a brick and hits him. Or no, he, punch, he punches him in the face first and then hits him over the top of the head with a brick. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. Um... That's one of the things I do like about Charlie Chaplin. Uh, his fucking tramp character will take the advantage to fuck people up when he can. <laughs> yeah, he's not quite as witty as Bugs Bunny, but will fuck. He, yeah, yeah, does not have, will not play fair. So he hits this guy with a brick a couple times, and yeah. then a successful retreat. And then the bully will swing at Chaplin. He'll duck under it, and then Chaplin hits him with a brick. Yeah, and he swings and he misses. And Chaplin hits him with a brick. So this was done. And he the swings whole and he misses. Yeah. And Chaplin hits him with a brick. And Chaplin goes back inside his house, and the bully's like, Ugh! bully's brother just knocks on the door. He opens it, hits him on the head with a brick. And, oh, well, I guess he's not in. And the boy stumbles away with a massive brain damage, and he died later that day due to a horrible aneurysm in his Being skull. Being about the head for about 20 <laughs> straight minutes with a brick by a fucking homeless guy, yeah. Um, yeah. That's good acting. I like the how he's staggering down the street as the other crowd, everyone's leaving after the fight is over. And yeah. I just like that they couldn't find an actual, like, buff dude. Yeah, they had to get know, some guy yeah. and just shove pillows under his shirt. Like one of the guys, like, helping build the sets. Like, yeah, we're just, we're just gonna put a couple extra fucking shirts yeah. on you to make uh, make you look extra it, buff. But, then, but I just love he looks like something right out of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. It really looks like a yeah. uh, like a bully that would try to beat a Bugs Bunny or something. It's, it's and great. Then, but Chapman comes out of his home, and then all of a sudden, Mom comes out of nowhere holding John, and she's like, This child is ill! Get a doctor at once! Which is weird, because I thought maybe the kid was feigning being sick, because he's not... He's okay, just beat the crap out of another kid. Yeah. But I guess now he's suddenly gotten the flu or something like yeah, that, and the know. mother's just picked him up and is like, Oh, yeah, it's from me. Yeah. Um, which count. is the worst time? Is this when the child's like, like the protective services not yet. show up? No. Oh, okay. The county doctor. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. Okay, yeah. This doctor's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, okay, Chaplin. I don't know if it's his way in his other films because obviously I haven't seen him. But he does not paint in shades of gray. No, I all the every all the villainous characters in his movie are fucking villainous. You know that guy's an asshole because he's making a frowny frowny just smell the turd face. Yeah, and all the good people are. No, mm, oh, I'm good. <laughs> no, they do. It's funny because when people are good, they do like yeah, the like, kind of prayerful hand gesture, yeah. like da, da, ba, da, ba. yeah. Uh. Um. Pious uh, say ah and Chaplin goes ah and he's like not you you idiot kid ah! and then he asks, turning every little bit into a bit yeah. yeah are you the father of this child well practically explain yourself and he shows the note please take care of this orphan child I'm a bad mama yeah boo 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 uh this child needs proper care and attention I'll attend to the matter Fuck that guy. Yeah. But then the doctor leaves. I was like, okay, well, you're not giving him proper care and attention. You didn't give any options here. You were just like, hey, this kid needs treatment. Bye. 
And I guess his idea is like, okay, well, this kid's obviously not doing well. Let's send him to an orphanage, I guess. I guess that's his Except eventual that's like, plan or something. So, the, But then the title card is uh, September 3rd, 1st, and then it goes to the 4th, convalescence. So the kid's been sit- <laughs> sitting there recouping. <laughs> that's what he sounds like in bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting in there recouping. He seems fine now. <laughs> But then a car pulls up, and on the side of it, it's got County Orphan... Is this the same where he's reading the paper and everything? Yeah. He's almost like Chaplin was at the beginning of the film, where now it, like, yeah. Yeah, the car pulls up, and it says County Orphan Asylum. Oh, okay. Which, anything, asylum, anything, that's bad. That's never good. It's bad. Uh, Although that only became the stereotype as a result of shit like this, where, like, yeah, yeah, asylum ends up, you know... You're fucking knitting and wicker guys, baskets while you guys get out of the car. Yourself. One is obviously a pompous evil dude, and the yeah. other one's a pompous evil sidekick. Uh... And they don't even, like, knock or anything. They just barge in and are like, ask him where the kid is. The guy with the monocle or little glasses, I forget which he had. Mm -hmm. He had something. And he, like, motions on the bed. Ask him if he's got any belongings. Tell him it's none of his business. Uh, Because fuck these guys. Uh, (laughs) Um, So what, they, like, take him down to the paddy wagon, right? Well, they start trying to take the kid and Chaplin starts fighting them. And then, like... The two guys gang up a chocolate, and I, I'm pretty sure they're like choking him on the bed, like yeah, from it's, an angle. it's a it looks little like fucked up. It looks like they're trying to. I do like him. the fight the chaplain puts up, though. He's yeah. not just like, but then I'll the... figure out something later. He's like, no, fuck you, that's my kid. <laughs> yeah, I did the... this. This is this. This seems full of cartoon pathos, but I was a little like not choked up or anything. But I was like, <laughs> I actually do feel bad. Like even though yeah. like you know this is a hundred year old comedy, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck those people. Go yeah. chaplain. Fuck you assholes. But they're starting to get the better of chaplain but then John grabs a hammer off the wall. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, like, beans them both on the head with the hammer. Yeah, I think I was engrossed enough I didn't take notes for this part of the film, you know? Uh, and they get... Oh, they go downstairs, I think, and get a cop, or a cop hears the ruckus or something like up. that. Oh, that's right, and because now... Be, yeah, the, the two other guys holding down with a cop, I think, goes get, gets the kid and drags him down to the paddy wagon and throws him in the back. Well, no, the cop is... The, or something like that. Now that they the got three people, the, they yeah. can take care of Chaplin uh, while also stealing one away of the, the kid. kid. Yeah. They, anyway, they wind up taking the kid down to the, the orphanage He's acting his balls he's off. He's acting his... Like, he's reaching out and, like... Grasping at the air, being like, ah, he's ah, making this fucking. Ah, he's outdoing Leonardo DiCaprio in the Revenant, <laughs> and like that face, that like, yeah, grasping yeah. out, like, oh, I need my papa, I like, need usually, my papa. Usually, this kind, of, this get <laughs> Usually, to get this kind of acting yeah. in in a child actor like that, you have to have like some dude come up and rip a toy away from them, or tell them their mother's dead, or something. Yeah. But um, from the footage I've seen of like this kid outside of the movie, that's just he was just a ham. Yeah. In well, general. so I guess he was actually he grew up in vaudeville. Like, the, the kid was like you know grew up like he had his his I guess his dad his actually dad shows up in in just a couple minutes. His dad was a kind of vaudeville performer, yeah. and so uh, Chaplin said that the kid was really crazy good at mimicry. And repeating the same actions over and over again, and 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 uh, working in any kind of adjustments to those actions, uh, uh, either uh, like either uh, combining actions with emotions or or uh, imbuing actions uh, or emotions with action. Yeah. And so he was just really good at like you like you could say, hey, do this, do this. Okay, maybe that's not that great. Do this, do this, and but then also do this, and he could just do that a thousand times. And he could yeah. just do those takes over. The kid, the kid was a fucking machine, and he can totally tell in the film that like. Yeah, a kid was a good actor, and yeah, yeah. So, like, cause like Chaplin's whole directing style was like, do it, see what I'm doing, do this, yeah, and go, he'd go to the next extra, do this, and like that was perfect for this kid, cause the kid was all about mimicry. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
So you can tell he's kind of like aping chaplinisms as yeah. as you know little kid version. Well, yeah, the the scene where he's about to throw the rock and then the cop catches him, like the movements he does against the wall, like kicking the wall and kicking the dirt. And yeah, stuff. it's very it's theatrical. It's very, very silent, silent film, filmy, like, like adult silent filmy. Yeah, vaudeville stuff. Yeah, uh, but very they they load the kid up in the car, both of them, while the cop chases Chaplin outside. He escapes through a window, across some rooftops. Yeah, that's kind of a crazy scene. Uh, yeah, I looks guess. like real rooftops and yeah, shit probably. too. It's not just like sets and shit. Yeah. Um, Chaplin eventually escapes the cop off over the rooftops, jumps down in the back of the car, kicks the orphan guy's ass, basically knocks him out of the back of the car. But yeah. like, he like, I think he jumps up in the air and like double <laughs> with both feet, kicks the guy out. Yeah, and sends him flying. I, I, either that, or at some point, I think the guy either just also just gives up and runs away or something like that. No, no, the the. The car eventually stops, and the guy drives. Oh, that what notices is? Oh, okay. is like, oh, the chaplain jumps out, and he runs. I forgot there was a guy in the and back then he, of the paddy he did that. Too. He did that thing like that you do with puppies, where you act like you're running, and then they're like, oh. yeah, exactly, and they, yeah. And then you stop, and then you act like you're running. Like, oh. But it's crazy, yeah. Chaplin with those fucking shoes on real rooftops in like fucking south Southern California, like running. Ro- oh, it's just fucking. And for being so sick. John seems fine. He's okay now, yeah. Like, there's nothing Well, he did here. recuperate. Wasn't that the uh, previous interstitial? It was like, recuperation. Yeah, but the doctor was all, this kid is his own death story. You know what this movie teaches you? Never, if you're sick, never go to the doctor because well, you're going to fuck Never up. trust old-timey doctors. Or anything, exactly, yeah. Don't trust the fucking, any but, kind of authority figure. But the doctor did that. He, like, turned him in. And then in the next scene, the doctor shows up to check on the kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, were you just going to go upstairs and be like, ha-ha, they took your kid. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna rub it in Chaplin's face. So Chaplin grabs the kid out of the back of the paddy wagon. Is that what happens? Yeah, and okay. they do a really awkward kiss. Like oh, it's supposed to be smooch, like a yeah. very pen- like parent child. Like, oh, I love my kid, but it's very like smush face, like on the lips. Kinda, yeah, yeah, there's a little. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it Chaplin was used to. It didn't feel real. <laughs> Unless it was a twelve year old girl, Chaplin didn't know how to kiss kiss a kid <laughs> oh, on the lips. Oh well, we'll get there, sir. I had no idea until doing research um, about this shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Shush, shush, shush. I know. We'll talk. We about will it, yeah. get there. Oh yeah, well, Jesus Christ! Um, so at the same time, the doctor's <laughs> showing up. Uh, the kid's biological mother show up, and. Uh, the doc is like, oh, I'm checking on a kid. And he shows her the note, and it's her note. And she's like, <gasps> she realizes, oh, oh my god, yeah. that's my baby. Night. And so they, they're, they're, they're fugitives on the loose now. So they go to a flop house. Um, Which I guess in England is called a DOS house now. I just, just something I just saw. <laughs> a lot of people talk about the famous DOS house scene from the kid. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, a DOS house is just a flop house. Hmm. Then again, the flop house doesn't make any more inherent sense either. Well, no, because you're flopping there for the night. See, that's why I was into, uh, maybe in do- maybe dosing in England means also like flopping, just kind of like yeah. I mean, it's not even an operating system anymore. Nobody uses it. You think there's got to be some kind of flop houses somewhere? Um, I've romanticized flop houses enough. Part of me thinks. Cool. You get to meet cool people. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You cool get people that will stab you in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's my little kid logic of like seeing you know flop so, houses yeah. and shit like this. As a Charlie kid. Chaplin looks through his pockets, gives the guy like a quarter. A guy with his very very fake beard. The guy running the flop house. Oh yeah. Uh, so I guess that's the same actor who was also playing the fat Doctor Doctor Quintaro or whatever at the 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 mom's mansion earlier. No, oh, okay. It's a recycled actor. Um, so yeah. So Chaplin walks over to the bed, sneaks John in, 
Cause he's yeah, he doesn't want to pay double. Yeah, so he wants yeah. And then he's trying to save a nickel. John Coo or Jackie Cooligan's father is on the bed behind Chaplin and pickpockets tries to pickpocket him while he's asleep, and winds up finding, I guess, a dime or something in one of Chaplin's pocket. And Chaplin's like, "Hey," and like I I think the joke here is he sticks the guy's hand in another one of his pockets like hey if he found that in one pocket maybe he'll find something else I in that parsed one. it as so the kids the, the guy is sleeping on a, on a cot but his yeah. one arm is up like searching a cha- cha- Chaplin's pockets and uh, I always parsed it that like Chaplin takes his hand after he's busted and puts it in one of his pockets just to make sure oh this is the same hand I was just feeling it's this guy mm. even though it is obviously it's the guy he's standing right in front of okay. but yeah I mean, uh, you could be right, too, but that's the way I parsed it. But, yeah, so, yeah, the guy playing that hobo is uh, the kid's dad, real-life yep. dad. So, taught uh, him everything he knew. So then, But then the Flophouse guy catches Chaplin with his child trying to sneak him in. And, yeah. you don't charge for a baby in arms! Because Chaplin holds you guy like a baby, but it doesn't work. So he gives him the dime or whatever that he just found in his pocket. And then the fat guy goes and sits on his stool to keep an eye on all these... Oh, the riffraff in the flop house. All these sleeping sad men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we get a close-up of his newspaper, which says, A thousand dollar reward. Lost child wanted. Boy. Age five. Last seen with a little man with large flat feet and a small mustache. <laughs> Is that what says large flat feet? Yeah. Okay. If he or any other person will bring the child to the police headquarters, the al- above reward will be paid. No questions asked. H. Grafton, chief of police. <sighs> Fuck, fuck this guy. Fuck all authority in the Charlie well, Chaplin movies, I guess. Is that... I mean, the, he just ran. Is this reward being put up by the mother, I'm assuming, to get her You would assume, because it's $1,000 in 1921. That's got to be like... that. That's a, 13, a little over $13,000 now. Yeah, I would. I, the cops aren't going to put that up. That's got to be the mother. like, why she would they care? It. Like, these cops haven't cared exactly, about yeah. shit this far There's in fucking... The all, all they want to do is take the kid off to the orphanage. For that $13,000, they could build a new fucking orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the creepy fat man picks up uh, the small child and exits and kidnaps him just it's, like santa claus it's really coolly shot too because like originally like lights are out but he turns the gas lights back no yeah he turns them he down. keeps the lights off he turns the lights off to yeah. steal the kid uh but when chaplin wakes up the kid's not there he turns the gas lights on which wakes up everyone and one guy throws a shoe at chaplin chaplin dodges it knocks out the guy who was pickpocketing him earlier yeah but just something about the gas lights and how it's kind of lit looks kind of kind of creepy kind of mm. esque um, I just thought it was really cool. Also, I know I always forget that like gas lighting in yeah, it's just a flame. It burning. is just an open fucking flame. Yeah, yeah. which still I can't I can not surprise more. Yeah, when buildings I was lo- back then just didn't I, burn down all the fucking time. When I was looking up to see like how I wanted to see how the fucking gas meters worked. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, and, like the hand I, crank, I, yeah, yeah. I, there was like stories of like. People would use their gas meter and leave the vent open and just die in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, that seems like a bad design. There's and, like, their neighbors would die, too, because it would leak into their yeah, exactly, apartments. Yeah. If you're in an apartment good... building, you yeah. gas out half the place, and if someone lights a match, the whole thing blows yep. up. Um, I, there was something in, in Citizen Kane where I think in the offices they show there was, like, an exposed flame. But they, in there they have, like, glass yeah. lanterns over the flame. It's not like this where it's just, like, a fucking... You could light your cigar on the fucking thing, but, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So, and that was actually nice to 
Be sleeping by an open flame every night. Yeah. As long as you didn't blow up or catch on fire. Yeah. Chaplin wakes I'm up. I'm over romanticizing the idea of like fucking 1921 era fucking flop <laughs> Man, it sure would be great to live in dirt and squalor. You could meet cool people and there'd be like an open flame you could warm your hands uh, on and light a cigar all, with. Think of all the opium addicts you could I, know. <laughs> oh, man. Fat guy in the 21st century like yeah, romanticizing the shit that like, uh, yeah, fucking me. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, penicillin wasn't invented yet. Think of all the diseases. Man, the internet wasn't around. You could just fucking write random <laughs> snail mail letters to people and just calling them bad words. Uh, but yeah, Chaplin wakes up bad. and he's like, oh, no, John, John. And they can't find him. Runs off. Yeah. Don! Uh, Is he just like, running around the streets? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but the fat man brings them to John to the jail. Um, I totally then... forgot how they... And then the next scene, like, the mom shows up, and they just have a fan pointed at her the entire time she's walking around. It's really weird, because you don't see effects like that in silent films that often. No, like, the feathers on her her hat are blowing everywhere, and uh, she's down next to the kid who's, like, bummed out, and then she's like, oh, and he's, I'm sure he's like, why the fuck is this bitch hugging me? What is going on I've never met this motherfucker before. I mean, she Um, gave me a puppy dog. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so they're permanently reunited. Yeah, re- my nose reunited with the kid she abandoned. Is cool, this... cool. So Chaplin just goes back to his old door front. Yeah. Did falls... you notice? Yeah. What number his building was? No. Where do you even see it at? It's above the door. Oh, is it sixty nine? It is. Oh, I did see that notice, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I mean, what, is, what, what are, are the odds? I don't, I. I can't imagine 16... I mean, I'm sure the position was obviously existed, <laughs> but I can't imagine it was already called 69 way back then. I would imagine it's just coincidence. That's Although an impressive if, coincidence. If Charlie Chaplin was much of a sex hound, as we're likely to talk about later, maybe he was just like, <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go back and, like, as I as I continue uh, my journey through the the, the ouvroi of Charlie Chaplin films, we'll have to see how more often the number 69 shows up. So, yeah. but he sits down on his old door stoop because he can't get inside because it's locked. Yeah. Uh, a dreamland. We get a weirdest fucking scene in the Especially whole movie. Especially this is the end of the film. This is like yeah. last, and it's ten minutes. It's like it's, it's like a, like a fifth of the length of the yeah. film. It's just a completely random dream sequence. And apparently, dreamland is just flowers and people wearing white, white. Uh, I had to look this up. He's dreaming and, of heaven and. F- fucking wings uh, it's essentially he's dreaming about everyone in the film except everyone's now an angel they're wearing away at white yeah. togan wings yeah. and uh the bully shows up <laughs> at some point uh, the just a dog on strings comes down that was lands that was... and just floats away again <laughs> they don't even do anything that's in with my it. notes is one of the pretty much the best because it's this nervous looking dog just kind of like lord ur-ee, 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 and yeah. then lifting away again it's the fucking like best. they don't even do anything with the dog they just no it's and just then the side away. Gag of like hey we got a dog on a fishing pole we could use this let's go um yeah um so yeah no it's just like chaplin walking around it's, yeah but it's, they, it's that same yeah. little t-square t-shaped like alleyway set that they have and yeah. he's just like the kid comes out and then shopping chaplin goes and buys some wings <laughs> and out for a spin and they like they fly through the air on their wings which, which is, is great looking, obviously yeah. just hooked up to wires and just swinging back and forth yeah and they land on their feet and that's like it yeah yeah um, but then sin creeps in 
Some dudes in some fucking devil pajamas. Well, come, so come in on. <laughs> since Chaplin's talking to a lady, which in re- not I, yet, not yet. Oh, I thought that, I thought the only the sin creeped in only when he started talking to lady. Okay, uh, may, no. Oh, it could be wrong. Uh, it's pretty much what if yeah, whatever. Sin then we get show a typo card. Yeah, the, yeah. The trouble begins, which is where uh, <laughs> there's a girl dancing by Chaplin. Um, devil pops up behind her and says. Vamp him. <laughs> Which what? I thought was what the what? hell? What? Vamp him. <laughs> so I'm I guess, sorry, excuse me, what? Is that like guessing that's an old term you term for go fuck that guy? I seduce him? Do it, like I mean vamping is we know these days is for like, you know, getting kind of slutted up and like, yeah. Or like, you know, being overacting on a stage play thing, but like yeah, but then she like she was holding a flower and she throws it down and is like coquettish and like comes over to him and then innocence and then she shows shows Charlie Chaplin that ankle. She's like, <laughs> Which I love. Look at my ankle. And he's like, how you doing? That's almost like something from Simpsons Mr. Burns thing of like, yeah. oh, my saucy ankle. And, and that actually is She goes what... around the corner and sticks her ankle out again. And he's like, <laughs> va, 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 voom. And she like flies after her. And like, I mean, you do have to appreciate a movie where the hero gets turned into a horny angel. I mean, yeah. that's still kind of, it's almost like, like an Adam Sandler sketch at this point. getting but... flighty. And so they're standing there flirting and her the bully's older brother comes up who is her boyfriend uh her sweetheart arrives this is a twist i didn't expect <laughs> so like she's been kissing chaplin and then she turns around and kisses the bully but then she turns around and kisses chaplin again and the bully's just cool with it he's well, like, like congratulations we're both getting kissed by a beautiful lady yeah, aren't yeah. we having a good day yeah, yeah. this is going pretty well man <laughs> But then, oh no, a devil comes up behind him. Oh, look what happened next. And jealousy. Uh, <laughs> and they start getting in a fight, and they start, just, like, people gather around them in a circle, and feathers start flying everywhere. I do like when they get into a fight, they're surrounded by the crowd, and it looks like someone just dropped, in, like, a half a dozen chickens into a blender. Because <laughs> yeah. all these feathers, just giant cloud of feathers comes up from the fight. Yeah. The closest thing I've ever seen in a movie where it kind of looks like the cartoon dust cloud when people fight in a yeah, cartoon. True. Yeah, it's almost like that kind of thing. Yeah. So then a cop shows up and chases him. Um, and it's and the then, cop and Angel yeah, Wings, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the chaplain flies away, but then the cop pulls <laughs> out a gun. <laughs> And shoots him. <laughs> shoots him dead, and it's great because it's off camera. Cam- Chaplin flies away. Everyone looks up. The cop pulls his gun, fires, and you just see off camera everyone look down as his body crashes down on the ground. It's just the way the timing yeah. and everything looks really great. Like, oh man, that's kind of gruesome. Oh man. So then the, um, the kid cries, and then he vanishes. Oh well, yeah. Well, so they they they, they do then cut to uh, Chaplin's angel's dead body having yeah. crash landed on the doorstep where he where the whole dream started at yeah. and then yeah the, the angel uh, kid comes out yeah kisses him and then disappears and then we realize it's well no it's, then we're the, back then in the real world the again. angel cop comes over and starts yanking him up and down and oh, then he wakes up yeah oh, he wakes okay, up because okay, he's okay. getting yanked up and down oh, okay. and the cop is like you're coming with me and leads him away and he throws him in the back seat of a car and drives him and he leads him to a mansion and then the door opens and it's the mom and her kid the kid's still wearing his ratty ass clothes I couldn't even get him a new outfit yeah, she respects but, his clothing and, but, choices and then the his cop lifestyle is like, decisions <laughs> I had you fooled you thought you were going to jail which I guess everything's good now I thought they was going to take them to take him to jail and that's you know the, the mom and the kid would still be there and that's how they would meet it's weird that like so did she send out like APB saying hey this guy's cool. Uh, Find it was and... the, it was 1919. There was probably a bribe. <laughs> that's tr- actually yeah, that's a good point. Um, and by APB, all all. But the points. cop is an okay guy now. And then they go inside, and the door closes. The end. The end. The end. Da, 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 da. 
So, um, let's see. Cool I'll, save the juici- I'll save the juiciest one for last. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's what you got. This previous. has 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, fine, but I would not give it 100%. Well, this is one of those things where it's a classic film, just because it's old and vintage. And again, it's, we're coming with a skewed perspective. We weren't born until, you know, 50, 60 years after this Yeah, but so made. are the people that are judging on Rotten Tomatoes. This is not as good as Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well. So as long as Magic shit. Mike XXL has 100% Rotten Tomatoes, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. And this is a good movie. I did like, like I said, I liked this way better than I thought I would. I, like, mm. actually enjoyed it, not in just, like, a, like an anthropomorphic. No, not anthropomorphic. No, but like what anthropological sense? Oh. That's or like a film historical sense. But okay. I was like, no, I was actually legitimately entertained. Uh, what's your fuck? Do you have fucked up trivia? Whoop. I got yeah, fucked up I'm, trivia. I'm just gonna give you the regular stuff. Um, okay. The uh, it started filming in July 30th, 1919, and didn't finish till August 1920. Wow. It was originally I they shot all the stuff with the kid. Well, in, it was in a, one block. It was originally supposed to be a two reel picture. Okay. But it wound up being six reels because Chaplin kept going over and over. And he was scheduled to do eight films in uh, like a year uh, for the company that yeah, hired he him. Was... And he wound up only doing three or he still had to do three by the time his contract ran out. Yeah, which makes sense. It would take him so slowly if, we, if he was taking two reel commitments and turning them into like six reel films. Yeah. Yeah. He um, was in the middle of it, though. He was getting a divorce from Mildred Harris, his wife at the time. Uh, right before they started filming it, they had had a son who died two days after, no, oh, yeah, three days lived, after, yeah. after he was born. So, uh, a bummer to do this story after that, but I guess it was maybe a little, um, uh, therapeutic for him maybe to, like, have this kid as almost a son. And he used Jackie Coogan and other shorts. Yeah. It was, like, good friends for yeah, him. Yeah, the uh, special features really make it sound like... The combination of the death of this kid and meeting Jackie Coogan almost at the same time really kind of like, okay, I want to do a movie about having a kid, and this yeah. kid seems cool, kind of like a surrogate, kind of like, yeah, relationship, but let's, let's make a whole film out of this. And uh, Mildred Harris wanted the, 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 her lawyers, when they were getting divorced, wanted the negatives of the film so they could hold on to the keep from, from getting it. So. Well, it makes sense because that could be like an asset in the divorce, maybe yeah. you could use it to pay alimony or something. So yeah. they hid them, and he wound up like editing it together in a hotel in Salt Lake City, well, Utah. Yeah. Oh, man. The yeah. only interesting thing that's ever happened in Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, so the angel that he meets and, yeah, like, this is... smooches on in the scene. Uh, I was expecting <laughs> so 16. That, that was that wound up being the second Mrs. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. And um, in the film, she's done up to look like an 18-year-old or something. Uh, she's 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. Which, to be fair, it's not like they married on set. No. They didn't marry for, like, another four or five they years They married after this. when she was 15. Because there was a pregnancy scare. Oh, oh no, Charlie, no. No. What? Yeah. Did she have the kid? They had two children together, Charlie Chaplin Jr. Oh, and Sidney Earl Chaplin. So she was not uh, that Charlie Chaplin Jr. was in um, 1925 and... Uh, Sydney Earl Chaplin was in 1926. So his 16-year-old and then, child bride had his baby. And then they divorced in 1927. <laughs> 19, 
1927? Yeah. Wow, so he just used her as a fucking baby fucking gumball machine and then yeah. just like walked well, away. The, yeah, they got I married. I saw that he was They got married, married in 1924. Oh my god. And then god. divorced in 1927. Well, I mean, the, I mean, it's, whatever. It's, it's a very pretty chaste relationship in the movie. They're just kissing and stuff like that. But it is made extra gruesome by the fact that they, you know, they got married just, what, three, four years later? Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I've been listening to the you must remember this podcast which i need to catch up on that about, it's good talks yeah it's really really good and it talks about the history of old-timey hollywood yeah and this is not that big of a scandal compared to some of the shit that was going well, everybody I mean, was fucking everybody yeah. drugs and alcohol were everywhere fucking falling in love with the 12 year old wasn't much of a you know yeah there were worse things that have happened in the world yeah. but yeah uh, but still, Charlie Chaplin, come on, man. Yeah, man, come on. What are you doing? Just, I know your kid just died, but get over here. Come on. Yeah, Oof. come on. God. Oof. Ah, oh, 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 oh. Like, oh. it'd be one thing if, like, they met and years later they met again and they were like, oh, you're actually really, you've grown into a fine adult now. But the fact that he used her in this movie to be, like, this adulteress that That's in his the dream temptation thing. She's and, like, the dressed her up Adam. to make her look older is like, yeah. Oh, no, God. thank you. No, thank you. Charlie yeah, that's Chaplin. the thing I was looking at when I saw some of the trivia and they were talking, oh, the the the, the lead angel became his wife later. And I was like, oh, I wonder how old. The, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I even like, like, like when I was digging deeper into the trivia, I was like, worst case scenario, she must have been like 16. And I saw the 12 and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a uh... good job there, Charlie. You really, um, uh... you really endeared yourself to us here. Well, you know, his third wife was only eight. He kept on working backwards. <laughs> Last wife were, you know, she was like, yeah. She, a fetus. Yeah, in we'll the just crib. Go he was like, no, not the crib. That's too creepy. We no, have to, but he was just like. We have to go to the extreme where it's it's not creepy. No, he way. kept her in a box for until she until she came 14, at least. And she You're ripened a little it. bit. She's God. like a fruit. No, Ben, no, 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 no. They had weird child labor laws back then. You couldn't stop that shit no. from happening. Um... Uh, you, uh, that's your last note. Yeah, that's your last note. Oh, oh my God! Why uh, I've the... I've got one or two notes just because yeah. I had this on. Yeah, you had the criteria special features. Uh, the Chaplin Studios in L.A. where half this film was shot, hence the fake curbside. Uh, that I did make an earlier note that like the curbside that he's sitting on when he's first got the baby, he's thinking about throwing the baby on the sewer. Mm-hmm. It's obviously like like cardboard curb. Oh, it's yeah, not like I a real curb. That. Um. Uh, this, yeah, the Chaplin Studios wound up being sold to a record company in the '50s, and was w- and that was where "We Were the World, We Are the World" was recorded in 1985. Hmm. Um, and is uh, that same studio is now the headquarters for the Jim Henson Company, hmm. complete with a statue of Kermit the Frog dressed as Charlie Chaplin yeah, was, atop the main gate. I was gonna say that explains why Kermit's dressed like Charlie Chaplin. Outside. Yeah, and uh, it's it's kind of funny because I had seen um, there's a Jim Henson Creature Shop Challenge reality show like mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. Uh, where they had a bunch of people show up and try to build uh, Jim Henson Muppets and stuff like yeah. that, and there was a whole competition. And you can kind of see the inside of the gate, like that's it. Look, it's the alleyway. The whole thing that I mean, that that still stands. That that front yeah. gate where everyone's fighting in front of with the bullies and everything. That's the front gate to the whole studio. Hmm. And so if yeah, if you if you happen to be on a LA drop and you drive past the Jim Henson studio, uh, and you see that archway with the Kermit, you're like that's right in front of where they shot half the major scenes of the kid. Um, well, fancy that. And uh, so instead of just adding a score to the movie in 1971, Chaplin also edited the film, chopping out three little scenes, including a little bit more with the dad and the dad and mom meeting after they've be- both become rich and famous, and showing the mom contemplating suicide before she becomes famous. Um, 
So yeah, there was a. I think there's just one little more scene with him. I think the scene with him at the very beginning is extended a little bit more to show that he re- kind of regrets not being able to support the mom more. Mm. And yeah, uh, there's a, yeah another scene where they're both kind of like they 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 both just happen to have the same patron and they yeah. meet together at, I do at guess, a mansion thing. Yeah, I do guess the mom like. The actress that played her obviously like started drinking really hard. That's what they were talking about. This, the things, like, yeah. She barely made it through the set. Chaplin actually started looking for actresses to replace. And supposedly her. she had a crush on Chaplin too, because well, I guess when word got out that he was going to marry the angel lady, like mm-hmm. a couple years later, she was like, she, "I guess they were still friends." I guess he kept her on the payroll, even though she kind of like drunk herself to death. Yeah. He kind of kept her on the payroll because she he, she he felt bad. But I guess she was like, oh, congratulations, Charlie. But, like, I guess she had a crush on him. It was kind mm. of like a whole traumatic thing. And, of course, my last note is, that's funny, this is one of the last things I noticed. The kid grew up to be Uncle Fester say, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's my last, yeah, my last big note on that. But, yeah, the kid, not quite the, it turned out better of an experiment than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, we're not going to do a whole bunch of Charlie Chaplin films in a row, but I'll probably come back to this. I've got The Gold Rush and a couple other films on Blu-ray, so yeah. I'd like to check that stuff out. And like I said, I'd like to use this as a jumping-off point to maybe watch a couple of Buster Keaton and some Harold mm-hmm. Lloyd things. Yeah. So we'll watch the one with the clock. We'll watch the one with the train. Mm. All that shit. we got to watch the Buster Keaton where the house falls on him mm-hmm. and where he's on the train throwing the logs at the, uh, out, of the, to get the, out of the way of the train mm-hmm. and Harold Lloyd. And the clock, and all I know about Harold Lloyd, he has There's a, a clock. clock. There's a clock. Oh, what about ooh? What about the one with Harold Lloyd and the clock? And the clock. Yeah. I think. What about the one with the clock and Harold Lloyd? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. But not quite as good as the one with Harold Clock and the Lloyd. That's one of those things, Roger. Like, did you make that joke? And I just like dyslexic parse it the wrong way. <laughs> Oh you God! Had the blankest <laughs> look on your face. Uh, it was a moment of just like, like you can hear the fucking <laughs> reels of my mind clanking as I'm like, mm. <laughs> had to think about this too hard. God, I need yeah. more caffeine. Perfect. Woo. Yeah. Anyway, so what are you doing next? Next time we're gonna watch Secret of Nim from 1982. The secretions of Nim coming up oh, next. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Slurm. Everyone loves it. Yep. So we're gonna watch that. A lot of people love it. Yeah. We'll see if I did. Mm. Oh, actually, this will be interesting because this is a beloved film by many people, That's and true. we have not been very kind of Don Bluth in the past. With the one, with the just... one thing well, we've Anastasia done, Anastasia was pretty goddamn rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll. I was. Yeah. We shall see what happens next yeah. week. What secret of Nim? Uh, he's mudrin on Twitter. I'm grumpy. The grumpy turtle on Twitter. Yeah, which that's just, sometimes I get tripped up because I'll be like trying to tweet about you online. I'll be like grumpy turtle. Like, oh no, the grumpy turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the uh, the one and only at Tardy Podcast. You can tweet at us there also. Mm-hmm. Send us recommendations uh, for future projects we could do sometime. Let people know about our stupid podcast. Yeah, we will and do the magic I... flute someday. That keeps on getting recommended. We will do a lot of things that keep getting recommended. We just need to be in the right mood, apparently. Exactly. That's one of the things. We just had a big debate right before we started recording just this episode about like what we're going to do, what I'm going to do next after yeah. the, the secret of him. But yeah. So yeah, yeah, until next time, keep filling your holes of pop culture. So y'all, yeah.